I will be reading from Genesis, the third chapter, starting at the 12th verse. And the man said, The woman whom thou gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because of what you have done, you will be cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall you go, and dust you will eat all of the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between her seed and your seed. And her seed will bruise your seed's head, and your seed will bruise her seed heel. And to the woman, God said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow, thy conception. In sorrow you should bring forth children, and your desire should be to your husband, and he should rule over you. My subject today, can a woman preach? Should a woman be able to preach? Can a woman be a pastor or any other kind of spiritual religious leader? But we still have this controversy today because of what happened in the garden. The first Adam have not forgiven the woman for what happened in the garden from the beginning. But Jesus comes along representing grace and Jesus came to fix it. When God cursed the serpent, he was cursing the serpent because the serpent became the vessel choice that Lucifer, the spirit that was cast down from heaven in anger, decided to use. And so to fix this, to redeem this, this problem that happened, it was not flesh. You notice how God did not talk to Adam? You notice how God was talking to the serpent and the woman almost as if they were in the relationship, almost as if they were married, because to fix this, God knew it had to be fixed by spirit. So we know biologically, by science, that a woman does not carry seed. This indicates that the seed is spiritual, not flesh. The word became flesh. When it was time for the prophecy to be fulfilled, this is the seed that God was talking about in Genesis. And now that thing is growing in Mary. And Mary now full term is called to go to Bethlehem. And as she's riding, the word is inside her full term and she's in pain that God is talking about and she got to take this trip she got to get to Bethlehem when she get there there is no room for her there is no comfort for her she got to have this child outside she had to have this child no crib nothing comfortable and now this child is laying in a feeding trough that they call a manger and now the word she's holding the word gave birth to the word God trusted a woman with his seed. God trusted a woman with his word. When the word was unable to talk, when the word was unable to take care of itself, God trusted a woman to take care of his word, to nurture his word, to change his word, to bathe his word, to wash his word, to keep his word warm, to protect his word from the enemy, to flee with the word, to go to a strange land, 
not be able to go back to your own family and your own home. And you, you woman, you, she gets a message that she can't even go back home. They got to leave Bethlehem and can't go back to Nazareth. But now they got to flee because King Herod is trying to kill the word that she gave birth to because the word is disguised. It's a king and Mary got to run and they had to run to Egypt and they had to hide and they had to stay in Egypt until they got a word from heaven because this word is not speaking. So look, Mary is watching the word protecting the word, seeing the word grow, seeing the word crawl, seeing the word walk, seeing the word speaking its first words. And now Mary is watching the word grow and they get a word to say it's okay to come back to Nazareth. But now the word is 12 years old and the word now that's in the temple among the scholars can't help itself and is speaking. And all of these men are saying we have never heard such wisdom come out of a child. And then I have got to speed it up. But now the word becomes grown. The word gets baptized. The word goes to the wilderness, the word starts his ministry, the word start doing miracles, the word start prophesying, and now the word has to be crucified, and the word now is beaten and crucified, and Mary is down at the foot of the cross and crying over this word because the word hurt her coming into the world, and the word is hurt her leaving the world, and now Mary got to watch the word that she carried become God. And she watching it die. And now the word that's the seed, it has to die again so that it can produce the spirit that's going to come to save man. The Holy Spirit that can be in each man, each woman. And you're telling me that after everything that Mary had gone through, you're saying that a woman can't preach? That a woman can't be a shepherd? How dare you? How dare you? That is the spirit of the first Adam. His feelings still hurt because Eve cheated on him with the serpent. But let me tell you something. The first Adam, he died with the woman, but the second Adam died for the woman. And you are called to preach. So you carried the word. You gave birth to the word. You've nursed the word. You breastfed the word. You washed the word. You bathed the word. You changed the word's mess. You was the word when the word could not speak. You watched that word grow. You protected that word so it could grow. That word now is a man, and that man is in the form of Jesus Christ, and he died for our sins, including the sins of Eve at the garden. He forgave the woman, used the woman to redeem the woman. Subscribe to our podcast, Seven Minutes with God. Because there is a part two. I'm not finished. You know I can't stop it here. You got to get part two. Subscribe today. We are available on all of the platforms.